0: Hallelujah. This is Grace Life Comi podcast coming to you under the umbrella of Chim De Honor Ministry International. You are welcome to this episode. May you be blessed as you listen. God bless you.
1: Explosion, basically, it's um, a fellowship and a depth of interaction with the Word of God. Um, we just want to know more of God's Word, we want to get into God's Word more. It's strictly a fellowship with the Word of God. Amen to Jesus. Amen. And our Word Explosion for um, this um, month of April, it's um, tagged, um, um, the Word was made flesh. Praise God forevermore. So we're going to be studying, um, by the grace of God, from the book of John, John chapter 1, starting off from verse 1. It's going to be... An interaction with the Word of God, like we said. So we are not rushing anywhere. We are not um, trying to keep up with the syllabus. We are just flowing with the Word of God. And I believe that we are going to be learning quite a lot from word expression now in doing this we are going to be getting into details by the help of the holy spirit um we're going to be using various translations to get clarity the purpose of this is to get clarity praise god forevermore
0: Hallelujah. and
1: um, 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 um we're going to be using um a a, trans, a, a bible translation which happens to be um, the new testament with um 26 translations wow that's wonderful. And um, um, with this, I believe we are going to get a broad spectrum of, um, of an understanding of God's word. Praise God forevermore. Amen. And now, um, for, for purpose of understanding, now this 26 translation, um, the basis of this translation is the King James. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Now, so the King James Version is the base for this work. 26 translation and it is the only translation which is quoted in its entirety so basically our basic um, um, translation we're using is the king james translation many of us know about the king James um, version i am a king james boy amen to jesus i grew the king james i still love the king james i still buy the king james i'm still like to the king james i have hard copy of the king james amen to jesus um so i, I love the king james I, I i because i agree with it now other translations are included only when they differ significantly from the king james so you're going to be looking at us put up other translations here and they are, they'll be used when they um, have a significant difference from the king james but if they don't have a significant difference from the king james then you discover that will not bring them all praise god forevermore. hallelujah to jesus all right um so um sometimes only a few words of a given translation of a single passage require quotation why because that's the only you know um place of difference with the king james praise god forevermore hallelujah. but if there is no difference then um it, it will not be proper praise the lord hallelujah so that's one thing you want you note in this study we're going to be having praise god forevermore now another thing i also want us to note is that um um the, the 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 reader uh, will observe that the translators at times differ sharply in their renderings of the same passage. Yeah, I believe some people must have had such a challenge. Say, um, I pick up this um, version and it's the, the, the rendering is kind of different. I pick up this version, the rendering is kind of different. No, it's not that the scriptures are contradicting each other. Are we together? We are going to know the reason for that and. Um, Often, this simply indicates a difference of opinion in their understanding of the meaning of the original text. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so usually, we, when um, translators um, translate, they, they translate based on their meaning of the original text. Now, even if you go to the original Greek, you discover that there are different Greek writers. We have Theia, I usually use Theia, but there are others. Are you getting what I'm saying? And they all Translate based on their meanings of the original text when you go to the hebrew. We have brown there He's um, um, also um, a translator and you get what I'm saying and these all translate based on your Understanding and you see um, we don't we don't have clash with them because of their understanding are we together? Uh, we are just to get the best out of it. Why is this so? Let's look at 1st Corinthians chapter 12 chapter 13 sorry Verse um, twelve and then verse nine. Let's read it, please. Okay.
0: So, First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse twelve says, "For now we see through a glass, darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in parts, but then shall I know, even as also I am known." And verse nine says, "For we know in parts, and we prophesy in parts." Beautiful. That
1: explains it all. We see through a dark glass. You know, this apostle Paul is speaking here. One of the great authorities in scriptures, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He's speaking here and he's saying, we see through a dark glass. And we know in parts. So when translators translate on the basis of their dark glass, you don't fight them. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You try to get the best. When they translate based on the path they know, you don't fight them. You try to get the place. And, and, and when, we, and Apostle Paul also says, we prophesy in parts. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's one of the problems I have when I see that people are fighting over scripture. My brother, my sister, no matter what you know, it's still a dark glass you are seeing from. So long as we are still in this human place. It says when that which is perfect is come. That means he says, and then it says when we go to be with him, we shall know what? In totality. So, so long as we are in this human flesh, we are limited by the dark glass of our human flesh. Are you getting what I'm saying? And our human mind, the Holy Spirit releases everything to our spirit, but our human mind receives gradually. That's the reason why you may get an understanding of those scriptures today. And another three years from now, the understanding brothers. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, because our reception is from the perspective of the dark glass. And that's why we are not to fight ourselves in the, in, in, in the church. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Our, our, our prophesying is what? In parts, We will never prophesy in full. We will only prophesy in full when we go to build the Lord Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And let's look at another uh, verse of Scripture. Proverbs 25, verse 2.
0: And Proverbs 25, verse 2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. But the honor of kings is to search out a matter.
1: You see that? It's the glory of God to do what? Conceal a thing. It says scriptures have been conceived by God and it is his glory.
0: That, that, that's why you can't just pick it up as a newspaper or an article and think that you can get the same out of it. No. Just as you know, being inspired from God,
1: yeah,
0: it can be the same because yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a concealed article. Let me exactly. use that that term,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so that's one thing we need to come to scriptures with it's concealed, and, and and um, God, I, why does God conceal it? conceal it? Because that's what makes him glorious,
0: yeah,
1: that's what makes him glorious. Mm, it's the glory of God the to glory conceal a thing, that's what makes him glorious. He has concealed everything now, like somebody once said, he said. Man does not invent anything. Man only discovers. Mm. What does it mean to discover? This means to own. This is negative. So to discover means it was covered and you now do what? Uncovered. It says the glory of God to conceive a thing and the honor of kings to do what? Search it out. So the more we search, what happens? We attain kingship. The Bible says you are kings and priests you get what i'm saying so it, some of the time we just like to pick this scripture we are kings and priests you know it's not something you get excited about it's something you work to become your reality to manifest kingship means to what? to search out scriptures Search our scriptures, praise God forevermore, and hallelujah. God. So, we understand this, amen. So, they, 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 they all, um, the difference in opinion is their understanding of the meaning of the original text, and we don't fight them for that. Praise God forevermore, we appreciate the work they have done. <laughs> are we together and we build on it, amen. In other cases, however, the difference may be accounted for by the fact that the translators were not rendering the same text, are we together. Praise God forevermore. Mm -hmm. So when they are not rendering the same text, amen, when they are not translating the same text, then there could be a little, you know, let me use the word, um, variance, but it doesn't mean a discrepancy. For example, Monsignor Ronald Knox, most of us have heard about the Knox translation. It's a beautiful translation. Monsignor Ronald Knox version um, is based on the Latin Vulgate the Latin Vulgate, Latin Vulgate is kind of the vernacular Latin. I know the Bible was uh, was was uh, was um, basically the Jesus spoke Aramaic, uh, which is vernacular Greek, so that his listeners could listen to him. Um, the, the, the apostles spoke Greek, vernacular. Um, sorry, um, uh, uh, Aramaic is vernacular Hebrew. Amen to Jesus. So his his listeners could understand him perfectly, and the the disciples were all Greek. They were all Jews. So they either spoke Hebrew or they spoke what? Aramaic also. Are we together? For somebody like Peter who was an illiterate should have expected that he was speaking Aramaic. Is that not so. Praise God forevermore. Yeah, because he was an illiterate. Praise the Lord. All right. So now um, 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 um Old Testament Hebrew, New Testament, basically Aramaic Hebrew but had his first translation into Greek. Amen to Jesus. And then next was Latin. And then King James came from Latin. Now you get what I'm saying? So now John Knox went Took from Latin, and you get what I'm saying, which was a beautiful place to translate from. And then also, um, George N. Lamsa yeah. translated the Aramaic text, so straight from Aramaic. Lamsa took, Are you get what I'm saying yeah. now. You can see the, the, where they translated from now. All other versions are based on Greek text. you see that okay now. But at times, the Greek manuscript themselves show significant variations. That's why you see, um, the, the most reliable remains the Aramaic. Are we together? Yeah. The Aramaic, the Hebrew. Are we together? They are kind of, they are the most reliable. Now, but you see, everybody translated based on the material he had available to him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and for these ones to do their translations, we must give them kudos. Exactly. We must. <laughs> you see, they actually lived translating. Um, the likes of um, um, Martin Luther translated um, Latin into English. And the other, he lived his life translating. translating. Imagine translating how many books, and you have to be scholarly to do this work, because you have to check and cross-check. You have to know what they call um, um, translation errors and avoid them. For example, one word may mean two different things. Let me give an example in my language, Ibo language. The word "okun" it means fire, and it also means light. But it it is used in different contexts. So now for you to translate perfectly, you have to know the context in which Oku is used so you can use it rightly. Exactly. So this was the tedious work these men did. And we owe it to them. We give them kudos for the great work they did. They did not, some of them that they, they didn't have the pleasure of shouting and preaching like we shout and preach today. Some of them didn't have the pleasure of even, you know, doing the miraculous like we do today. What I talk about the likes of Wickliffe, the likes of Tindale, These men, they didn't have the pleasure of, let me use the word, getting the benefit of, let me call ministry that we do today. Their life was sold out to what? getting these scriptures available to us. So, we would be doing ourselves a disfavor to fight the great job they have done. It is the spirit of harm that does that. We are meant to appreciate what they have done. Are we together? And make the best of it. Now, in looking at this situation of, you know, they translating based on the materials they had available to them. Where this is so, each translator must decide for himself which reading is nearest the original. Praise God forevermore. Right. Now, Henry Alford, Her- Henry Alford said this. He said, a translator of Holy Scripture must be absolutely colorless. You must have, when you mean the word colorless, it means you must have a plain heart, a plain conscience. That means word, a transparent um, mind. I call it the umbrella, sorry, they call it the umbrella mind. An open mind. Are we together? Yeah. And he says, he must be ready to sacrifice the choicest text. It's not about I like this translation, I like. No, you must be ready to sacrifice the choicest text and the plainest proof of doctrine if the words are not those of which he is constrained in his conscience to receive as God's testimony. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now you must come with an open mind, a plain mind, depending on the Holy Spirit to get what is right. That is why some of the time when I'm preparing the teaching, some of the time I already have a preconceived notion or a preconceived idea before I go into preparation, and I begin to search scriptures and begin to compare, and I see that what I thought of is not what scriptures is saying.
0: Especially, especially when the, the verse comes to you without you actually having a good grasp of the context, exactly, or in which the verse was used, and then by the time you come in and you find out that oh the context i actually want to use this verse is not going to fit in it's yeah. not going to it will be a misplaced you know um use of scripture to be a con, con yeah. out so, of context so it's at that time you are going to have a fight to yeah. either submit to the holy spirit's yeah. interpretation
1: or you know your your emotions or your, yeah. okay so whenever i come to that place i always submit to the holy spirit i drop and i dump and i instantly throw away my preconceived you know no um, idea or ideology. It happened to me. I was preparing the teaching, and I saw it. And I saw. I'd already written and written. And I, when I went, I'd already written. And when I went to the verse of scripture, I saw that man. This thing is not it. You know what? That teaching. is How many years ago that teaching has not been completed today? <laughs> today, because I won't. I won't play down on the work of the Holy Spirit, because I want to prepare what may sound exciting to people that remains my basis of scriptures and I believe that should be our basis of scripture if we do this we would appreciate the work done by those before us and then depend on the Holy Spirit to get broader and better understanding on the work that they have done why must we do this because we all see in a dark glass we know in parts, we profess in parts. Let's make the most of the parts we have. Mm. Let's make the most of the dark glass we can see mm. so that when we get there, we'll be glad that at least we made the most of what we had and we'll get the perfect understanding. That is the basis of, you know, what is potion this moment. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God forever. Hallelujah, Hallelujah to Jesus. We give God thanks and praise for another time of fellowship in his presence. This is what explosion. This is day 17. We celebrate God for his grace and his mercies. Thus far as the Lord helped us, uh, gradually and surely we are getting to the end of this um, fasting and prayer program. Um, and we thank God for all we have been learning. I believe you've been blessed thus far. have been blessed and we trust God for greater light into his word. Let's say a word of prayer together with Holy Spirit. We appreciate you. We glorify you. We magnify you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the great things you are doing for us. Thank you for insights you have been receiving. We bless you in Jesus' name. We ask for revelation into your word. We that you like grant us insights. Deeper things shall be moved by your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right. Um, we are still on um, john chapter one and we are in verse seven uh, we're able to look at um the king james version um the same came for a witness the a part the first part of the a part the same came for a witness to bear witness of a light amen to jesus amen. all right we're able to look at the king james version and um the rsv um kind of says similar things amen it says with the king james it says for for testimony to be a witness um, to the light amen to jesus we dealt with testimony in our previous study so that covers it so today we're going to be looking at the morph translation and it says for the purpose of witnessing for the purpose of witnessing that means john the baptist came for those one purpose for the purpose of witnessing praise god forevermore hallelujah, hallelujah to mm-hmm. jesus all right we're able to look at witnessing and and uh, we got some good understanding of that so we we'll say we'll for the purpose of witnessing, we we'll understand what witnessing means to a good extent so today we're going to be looking at um, um, this particular translation and i'm um, getting light from it now this verse tells us in clear terms that john the baptist was born and came to earth for a specific purpose amen to jesus amen. so john was not just born because children had, because the child had to be born amen to jesus amen. he was born for a specific purpose amen um, aside the truth that the angel told um, the father of john concerning him if you look, let's look at um, Luke chapter 1 verse 5 in Luke 1 verse 5 says um, there
0: was in the days of herod the king of Judea." Certain prince named Zacharias,
1: of,
0: okay, right. of the cause of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth.
1: And then read from verse 13 to 17.
0: 13 says, "For the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John 14, and thou shalt have joy and gladness and many shall rejoice at his breath
1: praise God forevermore Hallelujah. 17. Okay. 2.17, 217. Yeah. 15 says
0: for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb 16 and many of the children of Israel shall return to the Lord their God 17 and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and to disobedience to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord
1: praise God forevermore so looking at the, um, verse 13 to 17 precisely let's look at 16 and 15 16 17 we see the purpose of John clearly spelled out by the Lord amen um, when he was speaking to his father Zacharias amen to Jesus now, so um, there's, there's no hidden clause here uh, as to what he was meant to do. And so the, the father knew why John was born and um, he was meant to help him find his life. In that line, praise God forevermore. Um, um, this verse further buttresses and clarifies that he was born for a purpose and the purpose for which he was born. Amen to Jesus. Now, so we can see that clearly that the Lord told John's father, why he was born and also told him that he was born to do something amen to jesus so he was not just you know conceived for the reason of you know a child being conceived but it was clear that he there's a reason why he was conceived praise god forevermore now this makes us understand that god gave and always gives his messengers with a purpose that's one thing we need to understand. Now, John was not just a child, he was a messenger. We have seen that thus far. Praise God forever more. Said am the voice of the one crying in the world and the same prepare the way of the Lord, make straight sure his part. Now, John was a messenger. We've seen that in our previous studies. And so we must understand is that God gives his messengers with the purpose. He gave them with the purpose and he gives them with the purpose. Are we together? Now, so um um he, he, we, we, you, you a messenger of God. A person is actually a messenger of God because of the purpose that God has for sending the person away together now somebody who doesn't have a purpose for uh, which actually there's no purpose for working with the person working with the person the person does not get involved in assignment for example if you want to send the child on an errand okay go help me buy um, 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 some um, biscuits now the child goes with that purpose to the shop to buy the biscuits now if there is no need for biscuits you don't need to send the child are you get what i'm saying and for that particular function you don't need encode the child are we together now so it makes us understand that you know god sends His messengers with a purpose now so it means that if there is no purpose god does not need a messenger it's as simple as that praise god forevermore. more and let me use the word purpose is what creates a messenger so there's no purpose no messenger is created and it's um painful and you know that means the word um appalling when messengers don't know that the reason why they are messengers is because there is a purpose Are we together now nowadays we see a lot of things happening we see a lot of you know a lot of things happening especially in the christendom and you begin to wonder um people that call themselves messengers of god do they really understand what it means be messengers of god because if you are not there a messenger has a message that is why it's a messenger so if there is no message there's no need for a messenger are we together yeah so if there is if you are if you you say if if you're a messenger of god and there is no message given to you there's no errand you have to fulfill then you are actually not a messenger praise god forevermore hallelujah to jesus all right um, okay, for that to buttress this truth, we look at Jeremiah. Let's look at Jeremiah one, verse 5.
0: Jeremiah 1, verse 5. Before I formed you, right? Yeah. I knew thee. Before I formed him in the belly, I knew him. Before that came out of the womb, I, I sanctified him. I then be a prophet unto the nations.
1: Alright, praise God. Now we can see that purpose was what determined Jeremiah's birth. Before I formed you, I knew you. Now so um, God knows us based on our purpose. Are we together? Now uh, so without purpose, let's do, let's let's put it this way. God there will be no need for God forming. Amen to Jesus. Without purpose, God is not going to form and He not going to create a thing. A thing that lacks purpose will not be formed. Now, for example, there are some babies that have not yet been born. The reason why they have not yet been born is because there is no purpose for them to fulfill yet. Exactly. You
0: know, yeah. while we are reading the story of um, John, you know, you know I, I kind of... Sometimes we wonder why we have situations where people have to stay for some years you know before they begin to give birth to children yeah I mean Zacharias and his best case is a very good example of how God you know what what matters more is fulfilling his purpose yeah you know than just um, having us uh, replenish you know like we believe when you get married then it's okay to start having children yes but according to God's plan why it's okay it has to be with purpose yeah you know yeah, yeah. and so it's very important and that's one uh, a good sense couples ought to have you know um, you don't just give birth without having a purpose you know mm-hmm. even as a parent you know mm-hmm. this this uh, action we are taking now will lead will to you know a child coming what is going to be for the purpose of this child yeah you know yeah. and so that drives you to go back to God to say God um this child that we're expecting. Um, tell us more about this child. Yeah. You
1: yeah, know? You yeah. don't need
0: to go and meet prophets. No. It should be your drive to want to know. Yeah. Zacharias got to a point that he was alone with God until he had. Yeah. You know? So was it wasn't a number of it's not going to be uh, if it's if it's deemed right, you know. It has to be God's own uh choice of my purpose and now is the right time just imagine john the baptist came 50 years before jesus You <laughs> wouldn't have been able to follow
1: Yeah, yeah 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 You wouldn't have been able to do that and you see it it also brings to bear um i i remember always told people for me, children are not just childbearing is not just about bringing children. For me, childbearing is about getting involved in the important projects. Praise God forever more. By the help of God's will, before the first child came, the Lord told us about the first child. Before the second child came, the Lord told us about the second child. Amen to Jesus. And um I, before I go into going to go go childbearing, I, I take time talking to the Lord. Yeah, because and every child that comes comes to the purpose. Yeah. If a child doesn't have a purpose, the child doesn't come. And if the child comes, you discover that the child will go. Because there is no purpose yet for the child. And you get what I'm saying? And we need to understand this in life. It's going to help parents a lot. Some people, um, we, we saw on the news how a, a couple, their first child was 30, and they were in their 60s. And they had their second set of children, triplets in her 60s and as it were the first child happened to be <laughs> have children let's look at it She's a lady she was, basically she happens to have children and mm-hmm. she said these are my younger ones now somebody says why why that long and what's the use for such children after they have stayed that long you know 30 years after the first child yeah. and then God brings a set of triplets uh, they're not even strong enough to train children ever that but you see this is the God we serve is a God of purpose and I believe that most likely, there's a purpose for them at, the, at that age, for their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we need to understand this, a great deal that God doesn't do it. God brings children with purpose, and if there's no purpose for the child, the child doesn't come. So if you are waiting on the Lord, crying unto God, Oh God, child bearing, child it looks like okay, one year is gone, two years is gone, three years is gone. Don't be tempted to go and meet the devil or to start jumping up and down. The truth remains that um, when we as Christians, as followers of the Lord Jesus, when we pray, God hears us. When we act in faith, God sees it. God does not need you to go meet somebody so he can answer you. When you have a relationship with God, he would always hear you and answer you. And sometimes all it just requires is some more patience because is not yet time for that purpose to be fulfilled. When the time for the purpose comes, you don't have to even do anything in code. Let me use the word, no fasting, no prayer. Because when God's time and purpose meet, He just does it. Even without your consent, praise God forevermore. No,
0: Alright,
1: another situation, another um 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 case that um buttresses this is something. Let's look at Judges chapter 13, verse 2 to
0: 5. That is thirteen two to 5. And there was a certain man of Zorah, of a family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold, now thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. But for now, therefore, beware. I pray thee and drink not wine or strong drink and eat not any unclean thing for lo thou shalt conceive and bear a son and no razor shall come on his head for the child shall be a nazarite unto god from the womb and he shall begin to deliver israel out of the hand of the philistines
1: all right you see here again the mother was barren and she didn't have a child and then the lord comes again and makes um, known to her that she's going to conceive a child and then tells her the purpose of the child again. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. You see that in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, God tells the purpose of Jeremiah. He said, if I told him his purpose, uh, funny enough, Jeremiah had his purpose um, by himself, not his parents, praise God forevermore. And that makes us understand that God is ever eager to reveal purpose to us.
0: So if your parents are not didn't inquire, you
1: yeah. know,
0: if you are hungry enough,
1: you get to know. You get to know, so you don't say, oh, my parents did not inquire. My parents did not know." That's why my life is all messed up. No, 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 Jeremiah's parents, we don't know he they, serving the Lord. We don't know. Uh, we don't know anything about them. But he was eager to follow the Lord, and God revealed this, you know, purpose to him. And then we look at um 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 um, um John the Baptist, his father was a priest and the, um the, the, the his, his mother was barren the lord revealed to to him and then look at Samson, something the mother was barren the lord revealed to him so some of the times when we look at you know barrenness in the bible um, we, 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 we must look at it you know from god's perspective another case was Hannah. Hannah you know she was barren um, and, and and when when she prayed unto the Lord, the Lord gave her Samuel, and we can see what Samuel ended up to be. Praise God forevermore. And when you look at barrenness from God's perspective, it's not actually barrenness; it's a period of preparation.
0: Yes, you see, just just like um, Hannah's case that you just mentioned, I think mm-hmm. one of your teachings that you gave us, it was a period that her womb was being prepared for, you know. A a servant of God, yeah. you know, that yeah. will that will stay in the place of Eli after he finishes. But because she lacked understanding of what her womb was being prepared for, mm. she was coming over and over and over again looking for a child. Mm. But the the moment she made the prayer for a man child that you know she would give back to God mm-hmm. in service, her prayer was answered. So it's very important for us to align our will with God's
1: will, yeah.
0: you know, for us to actually conceive, maybe not physically, even uh, spiritually and every areas of our life, wow. for us to really conceive that order of children that God has, you know, um, destined for us to show forth his glory on earth. We have to prepare ourselves and inquire from the Lord. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, another thing was that if Anna actually prayed a prayer of inquiry from onset, it would have saved her a lot of emotional yes. traumas. You know, when, when God speaks to you, what, what people do to you doesn't matter. You know, the Bible says Penina taunted her soul, soul and she became bitter. Amen. The reason why she became bitter and she, the taunting was sore was because she didn't make inquiry. When you make an inquiry and the Lord reveals to you, you get an answer.
0: You, 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 you anticipate with pleasure.
1: With pleasure. And so what people do to you doesn't make any difference. Amen. So that, 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 and that's what, you know, a whole lot of us have to make, at, make our time to do that. Um, I'm always good at asking God questions. Well, what are you doing? Lord, what are you saying? what are you doing, what are you saying? Now, such questions, you, you, you don't need to go on a one-hour prayer meeting before you ask God such questions. The actual fact is that prayer, the Bible says in verse 5, verse 7, it says, pray without seasons so? and also. that means pray without ending. If you have to stay three hours for you to pray, then what happens to the remaining 21 hours? Are you getting what I'm saying? Prayer is living in constant, continuous communion with God. That means you can ask him questions at any time. He gives you answers. Some of the times when you ask such questions, you may not get the answer at the moment. Amen. But you will definitely get the answer praise the Lord forevermore. So we see we see, we see that in um, um, Samson's case also. So it's, it's, I don't know who the Lord is speaking to, but just know that every season of simile barrenness is a season of preparation. God is preparing your womb. It may be a financial barrenness, maybe whatever, God is preparing your womb for the greatness that is coming up. Amen to Jesus. All right, another case was um Jesus. Uh, in Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 33.
0: Luke chapter 1 30, what, sorry. 26, to 26 to 33 and in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary and the angel came in unto her and said hail thou that are highly favored. The Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying and casting her mind, what manner of salutation this should be. 30. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. 32. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Thirty three and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Thirty four, then
1: so we can see that um, concerning Jesus also, the Lord told um, Mary, you know, his mother, his purpose. Are we together? so it was clearly stated out so these are just messengers of god that we just picked as examples amen to Jesus. we saw um scenarios of those that the lord told his they are told their either father or mother amen i also see the one that his parents were not told but the lord told him so these are just making us understand. these are examples to make us understand from scripture that whatever the case may be God is doesn't send a messenger without a purpose, and purpose is what creates a messenger. And without the purpose, there is no messenger. So, if your parents didn't inquire of the Lord, you can inquire of the Lord. Praise God forevermore. Now, this makes us understand that where there is no purpose to fulfill, there will be no messenger from God. God operates with purpose. Exodus three verse seventeen.
0: um, I said in my heart, sorry, Ephesians 3, 17, 17, I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time there for every purpose and for every work.
1: You see, there is a time for every purpose and for what? Every work. God works with purpose and God's purpose materializes when it is time. Amen to Jesus. Alright, so we must keep this close to our heart that God operates with purpose in, in this mission with time and again I ask the Lord why did you send me here Lord why here why did you send me here I've we, we, we asked the Lord and before you know to begin to see something again before you know begin to see some, challenge, some challenges that were sent to you know to, 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 to solve and by the day we are understanding the purpose for God sending us here better and clearer I believe every one child of God needs to pray this prayer very often, you know, because purpose is one, but wide. That's one thing we don't know. Purpose is one, but what? Wide. And it keeps on folding. It's like a book with chapters. Let me not even go with chapters. It's with pages. Pages build up chapter. You get what I'm saying? So you need to keep understanding the faces of purpose, the metamorphosis of purpose, the graduation of purpose. You understand? Else you get at the point in time, get stuck, praise God forevermore. And the Maram's addition I define purpose as number one, the reason why something is done or used. Okay, number two, that's to say the aim or intention of something. All right, then number two, the aim or goal of a person. Amen so those are two definitions from the meravish dictionary that are very important to this study all right now this makes us understand that john the baptist was born for the singular reason amen and this was his aim or goal for life and living are we together he was born for the singular reason that is what the singular reason because we need to understand that everyone of us is not just born for the purpose we are born for the purpose we are created for are we together and as good as it may be just the same way our DNAs are all different and the distance between our fingerprints are all different that, that's you know that's what science tells us that no two individuals have the same DNA wiring is and so and the distance between our fingerprints are all different. I, I don't understand how go- science will be able to understand that and how God was able to do that so if our same points uh, 0.01 millimeter and that person has zero point zero two so they just graduate. I, I don't know how it's done and if everyone is different that means it's something that i can't explain amen to jesus and if dna is all different the wires are all different no matter the fact that you come from a particular father he, every one of you still have different dna your father it makes us understand that we all have the purpose not a purpose that means the purpose that god created for you you to fulfill it's unique to you are we together yeah. it's unique to me are we together so there's no duplication of purpose in as much as many of us have heard some particular things kind of reiterated yet everybody presents it in his own uniqueness praise god forevermore hallelujah. hallelujah to jesus all right now so um, um, um purpose therefore is the reason why god created or creates his messengers and this is to be the aim or goal for his for his messenger are you getting what i'm saying this purpose is the reason why god created his messenger is the reason why god created his messenger and this will be the aim or goal of, or, you know of the messenger's life and life lifetime are you getting me you your life is is determined by the purpose your lifetime is determined by the purpose let me use the word. Your life rises and falls on the purpose. Praise God forevermore. I know um, um, the, the 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 one who who um, made popular the teaching of purpose. What Doctor Miles Moore of the Blessed Memory, and it helps a great deal because a lot of people began to ask God for their purposes. And you see, understanding purpose is not something that is um, rocket science. Are you getting me? Purpose is as simple as A B C. Let me use that word. Because you are always within the confines of your purpose if you can just look well. Amen. Amen. You always within the confines of purpose if you can just look well. Most of the time we begin to get confused on purpose when we refuse to look well. Amen to Jesus. You can just look well. You are within the confines. Of well. And one of the things I always tell people to understand their purpose is just start searching yourself from childhood. The things you remember about yourself from childhood, praise God forevermore, more. They are linking they are linked to your purpose. I know that as a child, from the age of six, you know, from the age of six, there about, I always, I, 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 I wanted to be a pastor. I wanted to preach. Praise God forevermore. Yeah, and uh, my my mentor then was. Uh, 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 Pastor and for when I watch him on television, I just get excited with way he preach, so I wanted to preach like that, and then um, furthermore, when I go to church, I see the pastors um, holding the microphone and I used to tell myself, well, this biscuit they are eating, one day I'm going to eat this biscuit so I don't know what made me just have that desire from childhood, just that desire, and the desire metamorphosed, it grew, even when I didn't want to You know, the pastor team because of the persecution that comes with it. Still, there was still a nudging in me, a crying in me to preach the gospel. And today, this this is what has ended up as. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So, sometimes, you just have to look at childhood, where it starts from. Are we together? Some of the things that you see that we are are strong after Because at the stage of childhood, there's meant to be innocence. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that is where purpose can actually fully reveal itself. At the stage of innocence. The change of innocence that's where purpose can really reveal itself i'm not talking about your job or your career purpose is bigger than your job and your career your job and your career they are part of purpose are we together purpose is all-encompassing amen and so every of this you just start off from sometime from childhood and begin to go through and begin to see where it all you know takes you to praise god forevermore Hallelujah. hallelujah to jesus all right. Um, the purpose is not determined by the creature or the created. Rather, it is determined by the creator. Are we together? Now, this is another important thing we need to know. The the, the creature does not determine purpose. We'll say, I want to be what do you want to be. I want to be this. No. you Actually, you can choose a profession. You can choose a career path, but you cannot choose your purpose. Yeah. You can determine a profession. You can determine your career path, but you cannot determine your purpose. Why? Because the creature does not determine the purpose. The creator is one who determines purpose now. Um, This is why purpose is not invented by the creature. It is discovered by the creature. Are you get what I'm saying? Now, because the creature never created itself. The creator created the creature. When you want to create a device, the one creating the device is the one who determines what the device will be used for. Are we together? The device comes to meet that it has been created to be used for a particular purpose. The device cannot determine what it was created to use. If it, did, if it does that, then it has to create itself and nothing creates itself. Every, every creature is created. Amen to Jesus. Only God is a self-creatorial being. That is why we end it at that. He's a self-creatorial being. That's why he's the only one that determined his own purpose. But forever that creature, God created every other creature and he determines our purpose. Praise God Trevor Mom. Hallelujah to so you. So, don't you don't invent your purpose. Are we together? You don't create your purpose. You discover your purpose. Some of us are trying to invent our purpose. It doesn't work. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you're going to be going into a, a long journey of frustration trying to create and invent your purpose amen to jesus it's going to be a long journey of frustration if you don't cut it short amen but when you cut the journey short you discover that it can be so fulfilling amen to jesus praise god forevermore hallelujah all right now purpose is the answer of god to the questions of man purpose is a word answer of God to the questions of man. You see, that makes you understand that everybody that was created by God is an answer to the question of humanity. And we are to answer the questions in our own capacities, in our own different ways. Are we together? Uh, That's the reason why every creation of God, every creature of God is a solution. There is no creation that is a problem. People make themselves problems because they are ignorant of who they are. You get what I'm saying? no god never created a problem if you came you see when i was looking at um you know looking at a a study kind of a study on how you know the 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 male sperm has to what it has to beat through the the race it has to win first before it fertilizes the egg they say it beats how many hundreds of millions of sperm to be able to fertilize the egg and then you know it's a it's a whole lot of cumbersome very cumbersome It faces death from beginning till the end and i was watching it i was like wow this is now so that means if god allow you pull through those numerous competitors the other part is that when you are born there's no longer any competitor it is before you were born that you had competitors that's it. With the moment you are born there's no competition again i don't know where people get competition from you see it's is is a worked understanding is lack of understanding of life that makes who come to um, start competing with one another you, the competition actually came when you were running to fertilize your, um, your mother's womb. That's where competition came. But you beat all your competitors, so you don't, you don't need to face any competitor here again. That's where competition lies. And if you beat all your competitors, then you are, you are a winner on your own, are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so God had to take that because God had to allow it to happen in that way for every individual to know that he is a solution. He is an answer. Are you getting what I'm saying? answers do not come easy answers come with work no matter how cheap the mathematics question is you still have to do a little work before you get the answer is that not so? and i remember were some mathematics questions that the solution sometimes is like 10 lines <laughs> in your full scrap sheet like 10 lines praise god forevermore hallelujah to jesus All right. Now, so, um, purpose is the answer of God to the question of man. Purpose is the solution of God to the problems plaguing humanity. Purpose is the solution of God to the problems plaguing humanity. So this, what we just need to understand purpose in this light. Man is asking questions. Man is still asking questions. We'll keep asking questions. Are we together? And, um, 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 uh, problems are still plaguing humanity. Actually, the solution of one problem is the creation of another problem. Are we together? Now, we're talking about um, uh, climate change and every of that. They're creating electric vehicles. Don't worry. They will create another problem too. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? I was talking to uh, one of the electricians who worked on my cars. He's a very good electrician. And I was like, I saw a car that was highly wired and he walked on the car, and I asked him, "Are ah, these electric cars they are planning on bringing here, what do you have to say? And he said, they should bring it. I said, ah, so, you, can you handle this? He said, no problem, we'll, we'll, we'll go first handle it. He said, we'll go first spoil it, when we spoil and finish, we'll go learn, and we'll go, we'll go learn how to do to, it. Uh, he said, we'll first spoil it, when we finish spoiling it, we'll learn how to fix it up, and then we'll now start fixing it up. So, he also knows that it's going to pose a challenge to them. Every solution creates a what? Problem. That makes us understand the consistent need for solutions. That makes us understand the consistent need for purpose in life. Are you get what I'm saying? So everybody got created is because there's a problem around. And the the day we start realizing this, I think it's going to help a lot of us seriously. There's always a problem around. Man is always playing with the problem. Except you don't want to see that there's a problem. If you don't see there is a problem, you are seeing yourself as a problem, and you ne- nobody was created as a problem. Everybody was created as a solution. The other fact is that when people don't see problems to solve, they become the problem that have to be solved. Yeah. Is that not the, the reason for crime and all the social menaces and every of that? People refuse to see problems that were to be solved. So they became the problem that had to be solved. Are we together? And you, there's no excuse to become a problem, no, there's no excuse. Amen to Jesus. All right, okay. Now, so this means that until man asks questions, God gives no answer. Are you getting what I'm saying? um, Rebecca asked, the Bible said when she conceived and she saw that her womb there was a rumbling and rumbling and rumbling. She never knew there was a um, war going on in her womb. And then she went and asked the Lord, Why am I thoughts? Why am I thoughts? Some of us are in a hurry to bind and loose, but we are so slow to ask relevant questions.
0: That's, that's it. That's it. We are, we're in a hurry to attack. Mm. We're in a hurry to, to, to gather prayer warriors. Mm. You know, we're in a hurry to meet the pastor for counseling, mm. to get his, his idea, to get his prophetic word, and the rest mm. of it. But we are so slow to inquire from God. Yeah. And you know, even it ought to be the reverse in our days. Because yeah, yeah. if you look at the days of Rebecca and the rest of them, they were the, the God they were serving, they, it was one person that hears part time. Yeah. You know? But now that we all have the Holy Spirit and we, we have the free access to communicate with God, we now find it difficult to
1: not talk to God. It's really appalling. I, I really don't understand it. When the word was cast, mm-hmm. the Bible says, and "I was speaking." It says, "And there was no, at that time, there was no sure word from the Lord." I'm trying to remember where it is in scriptures. Jesus. Yeah, at that time there was no sure from the Lord, you know. And then they had to wait for, uh, you know, a prophet to speak, you know, and every of that. Yet they were more conversant with and making inquiry. But now that the word of God is just so available to us, no one wants to. No one wants to. You,
0: rare, you see rare cases of those that want to. You know, and you're just like, um, for example, the cases of the marriage and the divorce issues, you know, that is rampant and uh, kind of growing on, 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 you know, at an increased rate in the church. You know, and you have people saying, so how do we get to know who to get married to? The issue is that you are not, mm-hmm. you're not
1: married.
0: You are not inquired. You know, and you see many youths, uh, like we, we, we are told, you know, have a, have a picture of who you want Have Actually, at the end of the day, the criteria are more essential than spiritual Yeah, yeah, yeah and That is why you will keep missing it mm-hmm. Because the essential can in no way, you know, align with the spiritual I, I remembered when, you know, I, 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 I came to terms with the fact that, okay, yes I, I should be expecting marriage in the next, maybe five or six years and, you know i walking towards it and there was one thing i told god god i want you. To, you know and so when mr a mr b comes around and i see the traces i i know this one is not you know what i'm looking for and by virtue of one or two displays i i get to know so i i really i i didn't find myself in a situation where i had to you know beg my way through you know, to stay in a relationship or whatever and uh, there's nobody actually fought with, you know or have in mind that, okay, you did me this or you did that because why? I knew my 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 purpose, you know and then who I could fulfill that purpose with and I was inquiring from God you understand? Yeah. so the, this inquiry is a very serious aspect that everyone must, you know, indulge in yeah. You don't let someone in do, uh, inquire from the Lord on your behalf. Yeah, no, You have no. to do it yourself because, like you you mentioned earlier, this inquiry is what makes us. Uh, let me get You see, and this inquiry is what makes us empowered to anticipate. You know with pleasure yeah whenever we're expecting something from the Lord yeah. because you've heard from the Lord you'll be so empowered to wait mm-hmm. you'll be so empowered it doesn't matter what your neighbor say doesn't matter what your parents are saying mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter the songs they are they are playing to ridicule you, mm. you know, see, it doesn't it you know makes no meaning to you because yeah. you have heard from the Lord yeah. Yeah. you are confident yeah. in what you heard
1: yeah
0: you know mm. but lack of inquiries will make you be in a hurry. Or make you act in response to people's song of ridicule. You know some people's statements. Yeah. Others are doing it. I have to do it. you be in a hurry to do it. You yeah. know. So many many decisions we make because we lack um, the, the attitude of making
1: inquiries. Yeah, yeah. You see, inquiries happen to be um, very very important because Matthew seven verse seven says, "Ask and it shall mm-hmm. be given unto. You. Seek, you will find. Knock the door open." Mm-hmm. If you don't ask, not is given. giving. If you don't seek, you don't find nothing. Yeah. If you don't knock, no door opens to you. Yeah. So until we ask questions, God gives no answers. You know, the funny thing is that the answers to all man's problems are in God's word. But until we open the scriptures with the heart of inquiry, we don't get answers. That's why you can read the Bible, and it doesn't make sense to you. But until you come with the heart of inquiry,
0: to, to you but I've really read this place exactly, before
1: yeah. how come it didn't make sense the other time but now it's making sense that the, the difference between then and now is that your heart changed the previous time you read it for reading's sake and now you're reading it with the heart of inquiry I'm not against those who read the Bible front and back cover to cover it's a beautiful idea but I'm more for the for reading the Bible studying the Bible with the heart of inquiry study with the heart of inquiry um, when i pick up scripture i read but i always read with the heart of inquiry that's the reason why, why i read in no time before you know it a revelation comes out you know i, I, I was just reading the book of Judges, and you know for once gideon's story made some serious sense to me and i was sharing with the pastor what i read i'm like it made some serious sense to me and um you know um, when i was on campus we know in, in a fellowship once and um we asking how we study, and I told them, them that while I study, I can just stay on one verse of scripture for one hour. And after that, one of the leaders came to me and said he was wondering when I said that he kept thinking about it, and he wanted to ask me how do I do it? And I said, I don't know, it's just the Holy Spirit. But I believe strongly that is a heart of inquiry. If you go into scripture, of the heart of inquiry, you will get solutions, you get answers to all your problems in life. Most Christians don't inquire. Yeah. I was talking with the pastor once and I told her something like, you see, we are talking a lot, of, a lot of issues now, the issue of divorce is now becoming so rampant, people are burning their spouses, people are beating their spouses to death, people are macheting their spouses, and I was like, you see, um, the first thing you need to do as an individual is to know yourself, ask yourself questions. There was a time anger was becoming a serious issue in my life, very serious issue. It grew over the years. I grew to be very angry and... I had to buy a book on anger, <laughs> a Christian author, a book on anger, and I started reading on anger. Are you getting what I'm saying? When God saw oh, that I had a heart of inquiry to deal with this issue, do you know that they actually finished reading that book? <laughs> but God dealt with the issue. Mm-hmm. But today we have a lot, a lot of Christians, we ask them what what are they inquiring to? They just want to make money.
0: Instead, they share. They try to sweep whatever they are uh, supposed to make inquiries about yeah, under the
1: carpet. Under the carpet. <laughs>
0: Because if you don't want to, whatever issue you are having, you think it's not there, but it's actually there and growing bigger. Yeah. And then the day it comes out of the carpet, you won't, before you realize it, you are, you are done for.
1: Yeah. And you know, also, so it's very important that until we ask questions, God gives no answer. Stop crying, God, you are not answering me. The question is, the issue is, am I asking God questions? Mm-hmm. I know God is never bothered with our question, Say, so I don't want to bog God. Who told you you are bugging him? Who do they are bugging him? Have you ever called God and they say network busy? Or you have to register your sin before you call him. That's why I said pray without sin because the network is never busy. God is never bugged. He just wants you to keep asking him. Ask, 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 ask. Keep asking. Make inquiries. Most of the time before we run into fighting and battling, I think we should rather focus on inquiry. When you go to meet the doctor, the first thing he does is what? To do an examination. Is that not so? To find out the problem. It doesn't run really it to give you drugs, but Christians we we do it the other way around. When we have issues, the first thing to start taking pills before we find out what is wrong exactly. We have the Holy Spirit. So
0: now we, we still have to before, before we, you, you continue, see we still have to look at it again very well. Because even those who are, you know, outside of this faith, they are very good at they are very keen with inquiries, you know. Yeah. With any situation. Yeah. But why is it that in the church, we prefer prayers of request, uh, you know prayer requests. Prayer
1: requests. Than prayer, prayer of inquiries. Yeah. Ah, it, it's really a um, I a heartbreaking situation. The reason for that is that over the years we have become lazy. We don't want to take responsibilities. We don't want to. We don't want to follow the protocols and due process of operator of, of um the way God operates. You get what I'm saying? We rather want to follow our fast food approach. Our quick action approach. The church over the years have been used to quick action. We don't want to follow God in the way He's leading us.
0: And could you could you also be you know um, over the years also uh, the church has also been used to what they want from God, not actually what God has in store for them.
1: Exactly that 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 that, that, that like um because
0: you're forced to ask, make requests, 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 requests. You know, then inquiring. You, I, 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 back to what you're saying, it's still responsibility that makes you want to say, Father, what would you have me Yeah. I'm yeah. done with that, Father. What's next? Mm-hmm. Father, what's next? Mm-hmm. Father, what's next? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But when you all you want is Father, I want. Father, give me. give me. Father, I want. Father, give me. Father, that one is is exhausted. Father, more. Father, you know, it's.
1: All overgrown babies. Yeah, overgrown babies. That has been the challenge of a church over the years. Mm-hmm. Overgrown babies, like, mm-hmm. I know not blessing memory you say. They say, um, instead of bringing your plan and asking the Lord to bless, mm-hmm. rather take the plan he has already blessed. Mm-hmm. I, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The church over the years has had overgrown babies. You know, it's, it's babies mm-hmm. who always want what they want. They don't want what parents mm-hmm. give to them. You know, especially when it's what your friend has. I, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, mm-hmm. And they will just, oh, this is what I want, that is what I want. Is what I want. But what, what the parent has to offer, they, 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 they don't want because it may not look appealing to them. Uh, amen. And it's a sign of baby, of, of um, lack of maturity. The church has over the years refused the place of maturity. One of the signs of maturity is you just want what God wants, you want to know God's purpose, you want to do it.
0: Yeah, you know, you want to do His
1: yeah, you want to do this well. even if it is not fulfilling to you, even if not fulfilling to your flesh, you know that your spirit man is fulfilling to your spirit man. And I think um, the reason why we have a lot of crisis in the church today, a lot of crisis, because people have been so carnal, so flesh led, and yeah. so it, it has led to a, a a a a highly carnal church rather than a highly spiritual church. You know, um, it's, it's like the pastor was saying. When you see people, when you want to give criteria for marriage, everything is just canna. You know, he has is just money. Canal. He's
0: tall. He's five feet. He's six yeah. feet. You know, he he has a house. He has a car. Uh, he goes to church. Uh, he goes to church. not so sensual, anyways. You know, yeah. not really that he has a relationship with God.
1: You Don't know, tell, someone tell you a God fearing man.
0: A God fearing man has a, that. A, he goes to church. Yeah. Most of them when they say a God fearing man is he goes to church. Yeah. Because if you are God fearing, you won't be asking for a God fearing man because you we know who is God-fearing. Mm, exactly. You understand? Yeah, yeah. God-fearing is, is,
1: is a wide spectrum. Uh, uh, um, what they call it? Um, James said, um, if you say you have faith, you, 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 you've you not done anything special. Even the devil, Has
0: faith.
1: Uh, he, 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 he hears the word of God. He, and he trembles. Mm. Trembles means to be afraid. Yeah. So he fears God. He so no, God. what do you mean by God fear, fearing? God fearing. Mm. He, he's trembling God fearing because, is. Everybody is yeah, God fearing. Everybody's fearing.
0: Everybody's fearing. You know, fearing. You were, I, I, and they met in church
1: and, yeah. and see how the brother is behaving. No, they
0: met
1: in church, it's not God fearing. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a wide spectrum. Yeah. So Even he, the devil is fears God. He fears God. The Bible says he hears he, he the, um, the, uh, he the name of the Lord and he trembles. So he fears. See, so even the devil fears God. So, you the asking for a God fearing man, you know, it's supposed to be more than that. It's supposed to be God's purpose for you. Yeah. God's purpose for you. Um. And when some of the times, when we even see God's purpose, some of the time we fight it. Fight it. We fight it. So, some of the time we spend longer time fighting God's purpose than <laughs> accepting it. And so, after we've, we've frustrated ourselves for a couple of years some 10 years, some 15 years by the time we are waking up to the purpose we have actually become kind of weak to fulfill, to, the, to fulfill purpose. the purpose you know mm-hmm. and it still boils down to the fact that we have to keep enlightening ourselves on this truth yeah. we have to keep enlightening ourselves on this truth we have to learn how to ask questions mm-hmm. you know it's is you have to learn how to i i, I know of somebody who uh, i learned that she said she, she she would never want to marry a pastor and i learned that i was like wow that's terrible That's terrible. When people begin to speak like that, it's because they know that that's where God's will is gravitating to us. You see, those kind of statements—they are—they are—they are are really funny because when you start, when you sit, when you square up to fight God's will for your life, you should be ready for the life of perpetual frustration. Yeah, you're going to be ready. Because, like
0: you said, uh, your your prosperity is attached to your purpose, your purpose so yeah. when you run away from your purpose you are running away from the, the life of pleasure that god has yeah, given you
1: pray for you you're you going to live in pressure, pressure. you're not living in frustration. pressure frustration uh, you know so that that that's that's why we we keep hitting on the, uh, on on this I,
0: I really want to hammer on this again because i don't know who is listening you see i, I just remember the, the case of this um uh, like a, a, a family friend you know that was close to us, you know, when they got married and then the wife was uh, opting for getting a, a, a nanny, uh, I and Pastor told him, look, don't be in a hurry for this, tell your wife to hold on, she might be pregnant, whatsoever, you know, how such she can be doing part-time, tell her to be doing, and don't, you know, don't go in for this um, nanny thing and yeah. rest of it, we mm. told, told him about it, He told her, but she was, you know, Skeptical about it, she went ahead to well. she said it wasn't a nanny but she, she wanted a girl, she could be helping schooling and the rest of it. He was able to, you know, arrange for her to well, she let her be sleeping somewhere else but not in our house but she came, she was always in the house, she was already, always around her and the kid. And then something happened, she she was applying for a job that yeah. she almost got
1: ninety nine percent.
0: he said almost almost there, almost celebrating that she's got the job and then something happened and she was referred back, you know, and she lost it. And then he called, you know He also he, lost a contract. Yeah. So he called a night and said, Uh mommy, please, uh ask Pastor again. I think if we say something like this, like that, you know, I think that's happened now. I said, "So what, what happened?" He said, "I don't want to talk now. Let me call you tomorrow." and The next day, he called and he said, "My wife was there. She was already crying. I didn't want to increase the, <laughs> you know, the pressure for her to cry more. And more like uh, she lost the job. And then instead of, like we know, we do, you know, in our own side, in these fields we start casting and binding and making all kind of proclamations and fighting the devil at the last minute. Mm-hmm. She went for inquiry." Mm-hmm. And then when she went for inquiry, she was told that her problem, you know, is connected to the little girl staying with her and, you know, being that she yeah, she's from, it, from darkness and the rest of it, so, uh, she was able to hurt them. And, and so, he, 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 you know, I was, out of the whole story, what keeps, uh, you know, hitting my mind is the fact that these people still choose inquiry instead of, you know, um, so, Fire be great prayers, with, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, cursing and binding and chasing and the rest of it.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, if you don't cast and bind before the situation happens, you should know that it's not a matter of cast and bind exactly, after the situation
1: exactly, happens. exactly.
0: So, inquiry is very paramount, it's very important for every believer. Know how to talk to God for yourself, and so you have to develop it. If you don't talk to God, develop talking to God. Sometimes you don't get the answers immediately. But as you open your mind to receive answers from God, mm-hmm. it could the answer can hit you from anywhere. I know one of our mentors, Bishop will always say, he's always with his pen and his paper. Mm. Because anytime God can speak and he needs to on yeah, You know, on the road. so be be we be, be be open to receive from God and that preparedness will also make you, you know, either you have your judge or you have your notes on your on your phone or your part to quickly, you know, pen down what God has just told you so that you don't forget. Yeah. But inquiry prayer of inquiry is a must for every, you know, believer, you know, and every believer growing. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. As you grow.
0: Your your need for inquiry should also grow,
1: it should grow, it should grow, it should increase. It should grow, you know. It's we cannot overtrash this issue because I think that's one of the greatest issues in church, and that's why we are all bombarded with so many prayer meetings, prayer groups, prayer camps, prayer cities. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Actually, most of these prayers are things that would have been sorted out with just inquiry, just inquiry, just Just inquiry. when Rebecca got made the inquiry and she got the answer, that was the whole of the The Bible never said that the, the two boys stopped fighting. They kept fighting the womb, but she was calm in the fight. Because initially it was like, ah, am I having a medical condition? What is happening? But inquiry made her know that this is not a problem. It is actually two nations you are carrying oh okay they have started their bomb train again Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they have started their their defense and every of that and Mm when they when they they, they start fighting again all I'll do is try to look for a comfortable position for me. They can continue their fire, but I'll try to be comfortable. Because she had gotten an answer. You see, when you have a word from God, when you have an answer from God based on inquiry, it doesn't mean that the challenges will stop. Yeah. But you'll be able to be in comfort. Mm,
0: that, that's another that's way of saying that we are, we are still in the midst of the storm.
1: Yeah. Still in the midst of a storm. Doesn't mean that the storm is gonna be over. No, the storm can keep going on. But you'll be still. Why? Because you've made an inquiry and the Lord has given you a response. And she, she was able to pull through the nine months with that civil war going on in her. The war is still continuing to date. But it began in her. The civil war started in her, but she was able to go on and keep um, enjoying her life with the civil war, when they came to, to earth, when, when they were born, the war continued, whether it was cold or hot, whatever, but she was calm. At the end of the day, she was able to, you know, maneuver things. This is what we need as children of God. You know, we need this inquiry, seriously. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Now, so, once again, once again, that, um, or, 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 until men ask questions, God gives no answer thus there is no purpose until questions are asked and let me tell you one truth humanity is asking questions every day if you go on some platforms, you see the kind of questions they're asking about god why is god there and this are happening why is this is da, da, da. humanity is asking questions and god has been giving answers but the challenge is that most of the answers are not working yeah. what i mean by that is that the people the answers are messengers are you getting what i'm saying yeah. But they are not doing their work. Because a lot of the questions of humanity would have been answered if many of the mess- if a lot of the messengers are doing their work. For somebody you are there and you are looking for a job, whereas you are actually you are actually the answer to some 50 jobless people. You have refused to take up the responsibility of being an entrepreneur and creating this job. So people are still asking questions, and it looks like their questions are not being answered. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the reason why the questions are still... Some questions that are meant to have been answered by now are still prolonging is because many of the answers are not working. They are not doing their work. It's time for a lot of the answers to start doing their work. Amen to Jesus. Um, see, um, uh, we, we, we could go on and on on this or, you know, we are running out of time again. And um, so we we, we we have to continue this because there's still more to say on on um on um purpose amen to jesus i I thought we could finish everything in this session but uh next episode we we couldn't finish so we're going to be continuing to the next episode so please want to just reiterate to you men are asking questions and god has given answers Mm -hmm. but the answers have to work and for these answers to work they also have their questions to ask if they don't ask God will give no answer to them.
0: And in our response to the earnest expectation of
1: creation, yeah, inquiry is also
0: nice. very important. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Thank you very much for your time. God bless you.
1: you've not made jesus your lord and personal savior um i would want to invite you to make this decision it's the best decision you can make in your life and i encourage you to do it now if you want to make this decision please say this prayer after me dear lord jesus i come to you today i know that i'm a sinner i know that you died for me and on calvary's tree you shed your blood to take away my sins jesus i surrender my life to you today i make you my lord and personal savior Because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray for you, Lord. I pray for everyone who has made this decision. Thank you for receiving them in the beloved. And thank you for giving them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimri and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit Chimri Oahuna Ministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through Ministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.